So I think um, there's a few things of our faith that after we're children, we kind of just forget about. Like we, we look at them like, oh, well, that was nice when I was a child, but now I am an adult. I have moved on. I no longer need these things. Therefore, I shan't think about them. And this would in fact be a mistake. Probably the biggest issue that we do this with is our guardian angel. Every single one of us, by the mere fact that we exist, has a guardian angel. And yet most of the time, we relegate that to teaching children that they have one, and then we quickly forget about it as we age. Because I, I, I've never seen my guardian angel, right? So therefore, is he really there? Yes, the answer is yes, emphatically yes. Everyone has a guardian angel. This is not up for debate. This is not a thing that we like fairy tale for children just so they feel better about going to bed without a nightlight. This is real. Every single one of us, by the fact that we were created at the moment of our existence beginning, was given a guardian angel. And this angel never leaves our side. And this angel is distinct from every other angel that ever existed and will exist. Side note, angels were all created at the same time, so there's no more creation of angels. Anyway, we have a particular angel that was given to us and only us. Guardian angels are not recycled. It's not like at one time God said, okay, you guys, you're going to be the pool of guardian angels, and now when one dies, just, you know, like, find a new soul or something. That's not how this works. We are given a specific guardian angel for our entirety of life, and then that angel retires up to heaven, whether we made it there or not with them. Their hope is that we do. Now angels, just as a quick theology of angels, are so distinct that no two angels are even of the same species. So follow this very, very loose analogy and don't get lost in the weeds of the analogy. One angel would be like a cat. Another angel would be like a dog. That's how different they are. It's not like you got a lynx and a panther and a tiger. I don't know any other cats. That's not how this is. They are very distinct and different. I am also not saying that cats and dogs are angels, okay? Do not hear that in that analogy. Also, your pets will not be with you in heaven. Sorry, hard truth time. Anyway, moving on to our angels. They are distinct to us. They are distinct from each other. Their name indicates function, right? Like angel doesn't just mean like, oh, that's a cool title that we came up with. No, it denotes that they have a message, messengers from God. This is what angel means. And so every single angel that we hear about has, <coughs> excuse me, a message. Gabriel, Michael, Raphael, these three angels have specific messages. They were recorded. So what is our angel's message? What is it that our angel, our guardian angel, is supposed to tell us? That is simply what the will of God is for us. That is their message. Their message from the beginning of our existence to the last moment of our existence here on earth has and will always be to point us to the will of God and then to do it. Because it's one thing to know the will of God. It is an entirely separate thing to do the will of God. 
Also, knowing the will of God and doing the will of God, delayed obedience is still disobedience. So if we know what the will of God is and we're not yet willing to do it, we are being disobedient to God. So our angel's message is to help us know the will of the Lord and to follow it quickly. Let's go to the first reading. The angel's message for Elijah should have been first, stop being overdramatic. Elijah was a little uh, hangry, let's say. He was hungry angry because he was running in the desert and he thought, you know what? I might as well just die. Take me now, Lord. And the Lord was like, have a Snickers, Elijah. Just calm down. So he, the angel's message is eat and sleep. So we know that if we're in a bad mood, maybe we have a little snack and we take a nap. That's good life advice for everyone. But he tells him twice, eat, for otherwise you won't have strength for the journey. So he is telling him what the will of the Lord is so that he may carry it out. Isn't it interesting that he's given bread and this bread gives him strength for the journey? And then Jesus in the gospel is talking about being the bread of life and he does not mince words. He does not say, the Eucharist is like totally a great analogy, you guys. He says, no, my flesh is the bread come down from heaven. We can't really parse those words out to mean anything else, but the Eucharist is his body and blood, soul and divinity. If you have any other interpretation of that, you're wrong. So Jesus says, I am the bread, come down from heaven. And our angel's message is always going to be the same as Elijah's. Eat, or you won't have strength for the journey. So our angel, one of their primary goals is to always focus us back to receiving the sacraments, most importantly, the Eucharist. Because otherwise, the, the journey is too hard for us. We will not have the strength, the grace that we need to keep going. We'll be relying fully on ourselves, which is a terrible place to be in. And when we eat this bread, which is not bread, we are changed. Now, one of the like simple uh, philosophical statements that we were given very early on in seminary training was that which does not metabolize is dead. Meaning, if you are not constantly undergoing change, you are dead. Like all of us here now, physically, our cells are undergoing change. Your cells, I think, regenerate every seven years, something like that. So you're not the same person you were seven years ago on a cellular level, you're completely different. And that's a process of metabolism. We take energy, we make it into something else. We take outside other food, so something that is not myself, outside other, we bring it into myself, make it same, and then change it. This, this is how we live. This is how our interaction with food exists. And the Eucharist, is the only food that we consume that we do not change. It is outside other, we bring it into ourselves, yet it is the only food that changes us internally. So it's the only outside other that we take in and does not, we do not change, it changes us. So that we can be that new person in Christ that St. Paul talks about in the second reading. He says, put away all of these silly things, anger, bad speech, maligning your neighbor, 
Most of these are sins of the tongue that he, he directly talks about. But that we would change, that we would put on a new Christ, that would be made a new creation through the transformation of the Eucharist. So that we would have the grace to listen to our guardian angel and to know God's will and then to carry it out, carry it out promptly. Now, where do we get most of our theology on angels? It's from the angelic doctor himself, St. Thomas Aquinas. Now, St. Thomas Aquinas was a genius of, I think, the uh, 14th century-ish. And yet before him, there was St. Dominic. For Thomas Aquinas was a Dominican preacher. The Order of St. Dominic is where he found himself. And it is also the feast of St. Dominic today. So, in a roundabout way, we're very happy and thankful for it being the feast of St. Dominic, which is suppressed because it's a Sunday. We always celebrate the resurrection over any other saint's feast day on a Sunday. But we give thanks that the Lord inspired Dominic. Dominic listened to the Lord. Maybe it was his guardian angel. He knew what the will of the Lord was for him, and then he carried that out. And that decision to carry out the will of the Lord has had ramifications from the 12th century all the way down to now in the beautiful Dominican order. So know that your choices now can have long-reaching effects, especially those choices that we make listening to our guardian angel, choosing the will of God, partaking in the sacraments, so that we, like Elijah, wouldn't be a little overdramatic, but that we would have strength for the journey, that we would be able to carry out the Lord's will for us in all that we do.